I wouldn't hesitate to offer it to someone, even if they're not super experienced in like the fantasy realm. I don't know that I would say there's any like prerequisites, if you will, that you need to read before this. But back to my first caveat, you have to be ready for what you're about to take on. This is going to be a it's a bit of a slog sometimes. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a little bit tedious at times. But if you put in some effort, the payoff you're going to get is is huge. I think that's the, the pitch I'd give somebody if they're asking about it. All right, general impressions of the book. Let's just talk generally. We'll kind of go from point to point pretty fluidly. How are we feeling about The Way of Kings? Uh, Elliot, you can start. I will say, I think it lived up to the hype. This I had I had pretty high expectations coming in this book, not just from, from you, Trevor, but just from the general reputation that Brandon Sanderson has built for himself at this point. I had heard of him as an author. I've never read anything else uh, of his, but just he he's very much the hype author right now, I feel like. And a lot of people are really excited about his work. And so that almost made me a little nervous going into this book because I really didn't want to be disappointed. I knew you really love this book. I know a lot of other people do. And I really, really wanted to like this book. I was nervous I wouldn't. But I was not disappointed. I was not disappointed at all. This book, this book lives up to it. There, there were really compelling characters. There were really exciting storylines. There were tons and tons of little nuggets to to find and explore and discover. And I think above all, the the overall theme, the story, the moral, if you were, if you will, of the whole story was was one that was really honorable and one that was worth reading. And that that brought it to a level of a book of like, okay, this is a book that makes a difference in my life when I read it and it's going to be worth reading not just once, but multiple times. And so, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Paul. I also thought it was great. So as someone who's not read a ton of books, like I'm not the biggest bookworm. Mm -hmm. I will say my only, the only thing that was really going against me for this whole book was it felt like it had a slow start, mostly with the Shalon chapter. Like the Kaladin, I think throughout is always like exciting. He's always in these crazy situations and you can't wait to see what's next. Um, like Trevor said before, the Shalon chapter like can seem slow, especially if you're invested in the Kaladin story. And that's how I felt. So getting into the book, especially since the hook comes later, was a little hard. But like... Elliot said, I think this very much lives up to the hype. And I'm very, very glad that I read it. And I, I can't wait to go forward because now I know kind of the level that it's at. So I think sort of the next books will be super exciting as well. Uh, I think it's something that also as another note, um, there's plenty, plenty of deep stuff here that no matter how inquisitive you are or how much you want to look into things, there's going to be rewarding stuff for you to find. Um, but also for someone who may want to take things more surface level, it's a very, very exciting story. So I think it does a great job of, of working both sides of that. 
it's my favorite book. It might be rivaled with Oathbringer, but I mean, I've just read The Way of Kings, so I'm on the I'm on the end of end of the book high, you know. So it's my favorite book right now. I really love this series, um, and I suppose. Oh, man, it's just, it's so great. Um, Because when I started reading it, I was just after the exciting story. And boy, did I get it. And then as I've reread it multiple multiple times, um, and I'm looking for more of those, um, those deeper things to go into. Um, There's just more and more to pull out of it. Um, I suppose comparing it to my favorite, book which is the lord of the rings um every time every year that i pick up the lord of the rings i just get giddy and i just grin um because i just love reading that book um and i don't have quite the same feeling for this series or for this book but for the series as a whole um it's just so much fun Uh, and I, i do really love this book and Kaladin's story within this book is very meaningful to me. I have always had a a contradiction in my head when it comes to the Way of Kings. Whenever somebody asks me what Brandon Sanderson book to pick up first, I really, really want to say the Way of Kings. I I, I desperately want to say the Way of Kings because I think it's, I think it's his best work. I I really do. I think it's his best work. However, it's huge. It's intimidating. It's 1,200 pages. It's a brick. And it's it's a great brick. I, I would recommend this to anyone and everyone. But if you're not like if you're not super invested yet, it's 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 not easy to get into. So um and I think Tim can weigh in on this as well. Um <laughs> When it comes to the Way of Kings, do you recommend the Way of Kings to people, or do you recommend Mistborn or Elantris? Uh, Tim, where would you start with with uh, the Cosmere without too many spoilers? Yeah, for sure. It it depends on one if I know the level of the type of books that they like to read. Um, so if they've read The Wheel of Time. I'd recommend just start it um, the way of Kings because um, I, you know, they, they can handle it and they're really going to enjoy it. Um, But for most people, I generally say start with Mistborn era one. If you really like that, um, you can go into the way of Kings. Um, But like, if you really like that and you decide you're committed to this Cosmere thing, I'd say read all the other books before. Um, I've not yet said that to someone because I've not yet met someone who's like, hmm, yeah, I really like this. Um, and like l- put that payoff off. Um, but um, usually it's, I'll recommend read Mistborn. If you like that, try um, Wave Kings. And if you like that, continue and expand into the rest of the Cosmere. So from for for you two you two firsties over here, the way of kings as an individual book because that's all you guys have read. Who 
who would you recommend this to and and why? So this ties into a little bit of what I want to talk about, about the length of the book, like, like you're mentioning. I would recommend this to any reader who is ready to get invested. I think that this book requires a bit of effort from the reader. It's not something you can pick up and just casually read your way through. Because if you do that, one, you're going to miss out on a lot of the the good parts of the book. I think a lot of the goodness of the book is a bit of a layer deeper. And so you have to pay attention. You have to dig a little bit to find it. And so if someone's just looking for like a book to read on holiday, they're, they're heading off on vacation, they need to read a book, you know, two weeks in, in a hotel room. This is not that book. Do not pick up the way of Kings to do that. But if you're looking for that next big adventure, if you're looking for something that you can really pour some effort into and get a ton out of, this is the book. I I probably, I wouldn't hesitate to offer it to someone, even if they're not super experienced in like the fantasy realm. I don't know that I would say there's any like prerequisites, if you will, that you need to read before this. But back to my first caveat, you have to be ready for what you're about to take on. You, you have to understand, I am jumping into, this is going to be a it's a bit of a slog sometimes. It's going to be up. It's going to be down. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a little bit tedious at times. But if you put in some effort, the payoff you're going to get is is huge. I think that's the the pitch I'd give somebody if they are asking about it. Paul, from a you you don't read terribly that often, so from that perspective, how would you how would you recommend this book? For sure. And what Elliot was saying, like kind of tagging on that. It very much is something that you have to be ready to get invested. Like I said, if you are into anything deep, especially lore-wise, with whatever games, shows, movies, books, um, this is for you. Uh, I also, my initial thought was I would not recommend this to someone who doesn't like fantasy genre or hasn't read it. But after I thought about that a little bit, I... I disagree. I don't think, like Elliot said, I don't think there's any like prerequisites or you have to already be a fan of the genre to get into this uh, because it is pretty normal. I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff in Roshar, uh, but it's a really good, really good mix of like reality and mythical elements uh, that I think would be exciting to anyone, not just someone who's a big fantasy nerd or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um so I, I think it would like be good for a, a big general audience, but yeah, the biggest thing is uh, it's kind of a, a marathon rather than a sprint. I, I think the number one person I would not give this book to is someone who's a skeptic of the fantasy genre. I don't think this book would be good evangelism, if you will, if you <laughs> someone to epic fantasy this is probably not the best place to start and i think that's mostly just because it starts fairly slow you have to get quite a ways into it before you really get some of the first excitement and you have to get a ways into it you know halfway through the book before you really get to the the exciting stuff and so i would probably hand something hand a, a book that's a lot faster moving to someone if i'm really trying to like change their mind about the fantasy fantasy genre, but if they're open-minded at all to to fantasy and they have maybe even a little bit of experience, yeah, dive in all the way, Way of Kings. 
Yeah. The we we've said it before and we'll certainly be saying it quite a bit is Brandon Sanderson is a master of payoff. That last that last quarter and as his fans say the Sanderlanch, the 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 avalanche of knowledge and reveals at the last quarter of the book um he's he's great at it. That's what he does. He's you put the the Sanderson signature on it, you know the last the final act of the book is going to be great. Um but you have to get there first, you know. All of it has to mean something in order for it to be great. So you have to you have to set it up first and there's certainly quite a bit of setup in this book. Now is probably the best time to ask my my question. Jumping right to that the length of the book itself. What what do you guys feel about the length? What what is your opinion on this? Do you think it's too long? Do you think it's too short? What are what are your thoughts on the the massive length of this work? I love the inflection of your voice because could anyone assume that this would be too short of a book? But like even even after all of all of this this entire book, how many questions do you still have, Elliot? What, fifty some? We'll get there. It's close to fifty. You're right. So there's still plenty of content that could still be in this book. I'm I'm wondering what the first draft of this looked like. You know? Like how much information was left out, how much information was was left in, what what all the reveals was pushed off towards of Radiance to Oathbringer and even past that. Like what what did what did this first draft look like? That'd be insane. But um yeah, I I think it, it's certainly a, a long book, and if you're not ready for that, then you will probably think it's too long, especially towards the beginning, as you as you're reading about Kaladin and his slave wagon and Shalon studying in Carbranth. Part two is all Kaladin and young Kaladin, um, Kaladin growing relationships with these bridgemen. You're meeting Dalinar for the first time, stuff like that. And if you're jarred by meeting new people 200 pages into the book, then that's going to be that that's going to be a roadblock for you. But I, I mean, I don't think it's too long because I, I, I've read the book a lot of times. So, you know. Yeah. Same for me. I, I was surprised. I was talking with Trevor, um, when you guys were just starting this, because uh, I decided I was just going to read along with you guys. Um, and after reading through all three books, I came back to the first one, and it just seemed like such a small amount of things actually happened in the book. And I was like, wow, yeah, it really is kind of like a, a short book. just um, feels that way compared to what what's coming, I guess. Um, and, and so I guess for me, it, it feels like a short book when I'm looking back while I'm reading it. Sometimes it can feel like a long book when it's like, yeah, you know, I just want to get back to Kaladin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it definitely, it took me a surprisingly long amount of time to get through. Um, but I mean, for, for me, it's, it's for you. Doesn't doesn't that mean four days instead of two? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably read um, Rhythm of War in a couple days, maybe less. Let's talk about world building. 
So why did we all give it a 10? I think, I think the world building fits wonderful balance for me of lots to explore, but not so overwhelming or in feel like I'm just getting things thrown at me. I feel like everything that we discover, it feels like there's a depth behind it. And we haven't discovered that depth for a lot of it, but it feels like there's been some, some thought put into it. It's not just kind of things tacked on the, on the surface, but there is so much of that. And there is so much behind each of the things that we're discovering, you know, Fabrioles and Stormlight and the Knights Radiant, just all these things that you can just feel that we've only tapped the surface of what this is. And it makes you want to read more. It's a really nice balance between a really large scope, but also digestible at the same time. I, I really loved how throughout this book, we learned so much about the world and there's so many different mechanics and th crazy things. Um, but it never feels too here's an informational page at least like the shalon chapters are the world building chapters right so they're slower and we're learning more but there's still stuff going on you know so it, it never comes to a halt to learn stuff which is really nice because you learn so much and it's still fluid i will say though one thing i just thought of which may actually bring this down a little bit for me my rating is that if I was reading this book and not talking about it with people and kind of noting down information, stuff like that, a lot of this would have gone way over my head. I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, because it is so expansive uh, that maybe it could be a little overwhelming in all honesty, because there's just tons of stuff. And if you don't really like dig into it and know what's going on, it could be a little confusing, I guess. You definitely but have to put a little bit of work in as a reader. That is, that is one drawback I will give the audiobook. The uh, I love the audiobook a, a lot. I really enjoy listening to Michael Kramer and Kate Redding, but there is so much that you that you can't get on your first time. And if you just listen to the whole thing start to finish without any re-listens or, or any discussions or anything you will miss things. And I certainly miss things on my first read through. I'm sure there's still some things in this book that I've still missed. And the only way to do that is kind of what we've been doing is read it and then go back and reread it, looking for looking for these nuances and um, smaller things and then talking about it. I, I do love the fact that there's a, a really good high quality audiobook out there of of this story and I haven't heard any of it at all I, I really should listen to it sometime because you guys talk it up really well but I, I love the fact that there is a, such a good audiobook of, of this because I think there's a lot of readers who simply will not pick up this book because it's so big there's so many readers that love this kind of stuff want to read it but when you hand them this book and say you know hey here read it just that one glance at the size and nope they're not even going to pick it up that would have it's been just me. That, it's just that intimidating. And the audiobook is that gateway for all of those people. It's that, oh, well, don't worry about tackling this, this massive book. Just throw this audiobook on in, in your car. And it's a fantastic entry point to this storyline. So I love that that's out there. Yeah, that would have been that would have been me. I listened the, the my first two reads of the book were listens. 
at, at work. So one of the one of the highest praises I've ever read on this book, one of the best reviews I've ever read, is the pleasure of getting to know Roshar as you go and how well that is done. You get to know so many different races. You get to know about Stormlight, about High Storms, about the Stormfather. And like as you read more, you get to learn more. It's a masterclass of world building, honestly. That, that if you if I were to tell some if I were giving a class on how to world build, I don't know anything about it. But if I were, I would give them this book and be like, I don't really know why this works, but this works. So copy that. Fair enough. What I love about the, the world building in this book is how seamless it is with the story. Um, and it, it just seems natural even though Roshar is like so completely foreign compared to earth. Um, everything's completely different, um, but it all feels natural. Kind of comparing that to when I read the foundation series, which is, it's a great series, um, but it's, it was a very different style of storytelling where it's almost right. Like you're reading the interesting parts of the history book. Um, which is something I enjoy. And so I enjoyed that series. Um, but then I love that the way of Kings is this in-depth and crazy and exciting, compelling story. Um, and then there's so much world building just slid in there. Um, so naturally. All right. Favorite characters from the way of Kings. I want one answer from each of you on your favorite character um i guess i will start because mine's not going to be a surprise to anyone um mine is kaladin storm blessed he is my favorite character i resonate with him so much the the journey that he goes on i could rant for hours about how much i enjoy his journey through the way of kings and yes cat kaladin to no one's surprise Elliot? Definitely definitely more than one character to love book, but if I had to pick one, I think I'd settle on Dalinar. I just love the storyline, the struggle, the path that Dalinar has to go on, just because it's a little bit different. I, I really enjoy Kaladin's story as well. I, I think Kaladin is fantastic. He's an excellently written protagonist to the story. He is is definitely the main character if you will, but I like that Dalinar is a little bit off the beaten path, but also going on a very important journey. And that's one of struggling with self-doubt, struggling with his task as a leader. How do you lead those? How do you set an example for those that are around you? How do you deal with your identity being being shaken, especially for Dalinar at kind of a later age? You know, he's he's thought he was who he was for decades and now kind of in maybe the later half of his life he's having to question was i really who i thought i was and having to deal with that and having to move on and get over that i think is is it was a fantastic journey for me i really want to know more of where that's going i really want to know how he's going to handle that going forward so dalinar oathbringers dalinar's book i'm excited tim yeah i well on the outline, 
you said favorite character, and so I I picked one of my favorite characters from the series so mm-hmm. far. Um, if I had to pick a favorite character from this book that wasn't Kaladin, since you chose Kaladin, I'd probably say Syl, because she is a journey from innocence into um, just realizing what is going on in the world around her. Mm-hmm. And um, she handles it remarkably well. Um, but so I guess so far, yes, this is true. Uh, and the, but the answer that I had for the series is a character called Lift, who you will meet eventually. Who? Lift. Um, and you don't remember him, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> she. Is, Where's my notes? <laughs> <laughs> she is just a fun and funny and yet serious character. Um, and so I don't know that I would necessarily say she's my most favorite. But she definitely ranks up pretty high for me. Can you tell us when we meet that character? Or is that too much of a spoiler? Trevor's our gatekeeper on spoilers around here. You will meet her in the novella between um, Words of Radiance and Oathbringer. Okay, okay. Edge Dancer is about lift. Interesting. Um, Paul. All right. So this was a very hard question for me. Whenever I was thinking about this, about eight or probably eight names ran through my head. I thought about Kaladin, Dalinar. I even thought about Shallan as a contender for my top character. Wow. Definitely. I, come I a long way, Paul. She, she's not <laughs> yeah, I've come a long way, Paul. She's not who I chose, but I will say she probably had about the best growth or, or at least in my personal interest in her character okay. throughout the book. From very boring to very exciting. So she's my honorable mention. I'll, I'll leave Shalon as my honorable mention. Um, but honestly, this was a very hard question for me because the main characters are great, but in all honesty, I couldn't choose one as my favorite because I don't fully. I, I was never in, entirely invested in all the main characters, I guess. Kaladin is very well written, so is Dalinar, but it, they weren't really like appealing to me as my favorite. Um, so I thought a lot about Syl. I thought about Sigzil, Zeth, you know, you name it, like any of the characters, even Navani, like they're all great. And I think that's why I gave characters a, a um, mostly what what gave my characters rating a high score because I think the secondary characters are outstanding. If I have to choose one, I will go with Zeth, and that is because one, all of his all of his scenes and chapters and interludes in the book are very exciting. Uh, he's like the first storyline setting picture we get in the book i would argue um he's the assassin in white and he he, he's kind of like epic he he may not be the best guy um but he's definitely who got me most excited throughout the book as well as he's who i'm most curious to learn about i feel like we have a good understanding of all the characters so far um for the most part Uh, but with zeth i feel like there's still a lot in the dark we don't know and largely for that reason 
I think he's my favorite character.